Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. Just off 430. A.J. in the gun, got a man wide open left side, A.J. Green, touchdown Arkansas! Green out of the backfield for eight yards, nobody was near him and the Hawks are on the board. Razorbacks pick it up, they're going to run it into the end zone, if the play stands it's a touchdown, Jalen Braxton, touchdown Arkansas! Low snap, Fletcher gets it down, getting short, but it's still going to be good. Good snap this time, the kick's up, it's got plenty of distance and it's good. Good snap. The hold is down and the kick is good. We are tied at 23. When receivers wide right, now they send the man in motion that way. Rockets the running back. AJ fakes it to him. Middle of the field goal. To the 10. To the 5. Touchdown, Arkansas! Touchdown, Arkansas! The Razorbacks have the lead. They bring backs in motion. KJ in the gun, gets the snap, gonna throw off play action, complete, touchdown Arkansas, Arkansas wins, Tyrone Broke with a catch, the Hawks flood the field, the six game losing skid is over, the Hawks celebrating Gainesville, first win ever in the swamp, it's gonna be a happy flight back to Fayetteville. I want you to learn from this moment right here, whenever you get in tough times in life. What do you do? You can either, because there ain't but two types of people, one to quit and one to fight. That's all there is to it. And this, seeing your face, is all the reason we vote. Welcome in Out of Bounds here on 103.7 The Buzz. Appreciate everybody listening in on this beautiful day here in the great state of Arkansas. John Neighbors, Joe Franklin, broadcasting live from the Hogsmeade Market Studios with you today. And thank you, as always, for making us a part of your afternoon this afternoon. It is a Reaction Monday presented by Fleet Management Services. And we're going to have plenty of things to react to today. And we want to hear from you with all your reactions at 501-661-1037. You can call or text in to that number. Get after us in the Asher Record Live Fan Feedback. After me on Twitter at Buzz John Neighbors. Going to have Chris Gordy joining us in the 2 o'clock hour, recapping all of the things that happened in college football in the NFL. And also Razorback basketball player L. Ellis will be joining us in the 3 o'clock hour. Thanks to Matt Black, Allstate Insurance. So we'll have some fun with him. But as you heard there in the intro, as I'm sure you were able to witness over the weekend, the University of Arkansas Razorback football team did in fact win a game over the Florida Gators in overtime, final score 39 to 36, and it was just nice for a change to finally get a victory after six straight losses for the Arkansas Razorback team. What a performance, what a game, and what a good feeling for those Razorback football players to have finally after having so many weeks of coming home empty-handed after so many close games. Game that came down to the end and a missed field goal by Florida takes it to overtime and Arkansas is able to get it done in overtime. And the offense did look a little bit better. They were in a better flow. You could tell KJ felt more comfortable in the offense altogether. They did have some lapses still, but it's a work in progress. Overall, the product looked better. It wasn't perfect by any stretch of the imagination. But you went into this game scoring three points against Mississippi State the last time you saw this Razorback offense take the field. You didn't have Rocket Sanders on the field for really a few weeks and didn't really know what the situation was going on with him. And the offensive line had had their struggles. The, the wide receivers had their struggles. You had injuries. Like all of this stuff coming together, all of it was really tough to even deal with, but even worse to even watch. And here you go, down to Gainesville. Again, like Joe said, wasn't perfect. Had some issues. Still had some breakdowns. But you finished with 481 offensive yards. You had 226 yards rushing, 255 yards passing, both those are great, but one of the things that really stood out to me, Joe, as much as anything, is you averaged 4.8 yards a carry on rushing the ball when you had gone so many games averaging 2.5 yards a carry. 
he increased it. Rocket had 100 yards, first 100-yard rusher. KJ nearly had 100 yards. He had some clutch plays, and uh, Arkansas just stuck with it. I mean, Cam Whittle was awesome, 4-5 or five from field goal land, hit the game-tying field goal. Uh, in fact, you know, Florida you know, missed, the, missed the field goal, which was huge. I mean, that was a, a game-changing type of deal because it seemed like it was an easy chip shot. But you, you factor into even some of the mistakes they made. You know, they, they had a chance to kick a, an extra point, point, which should be automatic, and they had a bobbling of the snap and ended up not uh, getting an extra point and how big that would have played into uh, the game itself. So some special team snafus, some uh, back and forth, some good defensive plays, not so good for both teams, but uh, Arkansas, after all the one-possession games, this one they finally win uh, in the final, in the final uh, play there in overtime. And uh, I know it was great to see the celebrations. I think even Trey Shapsh posted a really great video on social media, kind of giving the raw reactions of Pittman and the players coming off the field and seeing KJ and Kenny Guyton embrace and just going crazy with each other. Like that makes you feel really good about like, hey, you know, obviously the Enos thing was it was a bad deal, but uh, the team wanted it. They still were fighting for it, and to see them both be like, hey, big moment for Kenny Guyton in that role but also big for K.J. Jefferson to have a big game and feel like himself again. First conference win of the season, and then it's still there for them as far as the goal of getting to a bowl game. That's one of the goals that teams come into the year with. It's not ultimately what they want, and they want to be a lot better than that, but that's still attainable. Oh, yeah. They're still in play. you got Auburn coming up this weekend in Fayetteville. get a return trip home, and that game's going to be at 3 o'clock in the afternoon. I, I bet you... After this past game, fans are going to definitely show. I think they'd show up anyways, but definitely going to be a lot more excited about uh, coming into this one. Auburn is a not saying it's easy or anything, but it's no, definitely it's not going to be easy. It's def- Anybody can erase that. Yeah, it's a it's a winnable game for you. It, it's one that where you got it at home. They have they had their own struggles too, but it is a winnable game for you. We know FIU is too, and then Missouri, of course, is going to be the toughest one. But you needed to you had to win four straight, and you have started one and zero in that stretch. So. You got the first step. You got three more to go, but uh, just to have that uh, that that sense of just winning that game and you know winning the games for the first time, kind of just never to have to deal with that. Every time you have to go down there to Florida, like, oh, okay, well they've never won down here. It's like you erase that. You erase that losing streak in, in Gainesville, and you were able to you know just have that feeling of success and the feeling of emotional highs as as a football team. Which I'm again, I'm more happy for the, just the players themselves and. Uh, I know Josh Braun, we'll talk with him tomorrow, and I'm sure he's pretty excited about going down there and getting a victory. But it was just, it was a, it was a fun college football game. Very back and forth, and, you know, KJ trucking a defender there in overtime and making a clutch pass and uh, doing things with his legs, rolling out a lot. You could tell he was a lot more comfortable in this offense under Kenny G. It's amazing how one game changes the way that people think, though, and the way they view this team, because now all of a sudden there is a lot more optimism and. It's a lot more joy from people that have been complaining about certain things all season. But, you know, one game that did come down to the end that could have gone either way and it did go Arkansas's way, now it's changed where everybody's feeling good. And they that's why you do have to kind of bring it back to reality with Auburn. Auburn is a team that seems to be playing better at this time. So, even though you want to celebrate the Florida win, this is not going to be an easy game, a layup type win that some people are trying to make it out to be. Oh, I don't know who's making it out to be that, but that there's no such thing as layup wins in the SEC if you're an Arkansas fan. There's no such thing. Uh, and this is a game that, again, you can enjoy, especially the fact that offensively, which has been plaguing you all year long, for you to actually put together uh, a good offensive showing and both passing and, and running the ball and everything. Uh, gives you uh, just a lot of excitement, a lot of hope, and you, know, you got something still to play for. It's not over yet. You still postseason is still in play for you, but you got to win the next three. And Auburn's coming to town next. But uh, just again, fun, fun performance, fun game, and uh, we'll have some updates from Sam Pittman as he met with the media today. It is unfortunate though that uh, Ty Washington looks like he's going to be out for the rest of the season. Uh, suffered an injury there to his shoulder in the game against Florida, and he's going to have to require surgery. So his year is done, which is unfortunate because. Man, uh, he had to step in when Luke Has went out, and he didn't always have a lot of targets, but people were like, man, why didn't you target this guy more because he's so good? And he had a couple big plays there in the early part of it, but uh, it's just the season comes to an end. So another big injury to the tight end room that was already pretty thin uh, as it is. So hate to see that. That just means that other players are going to have to step up, and these players have been waiting on their opportunity, but 
coaching staff, they have to show some belief in these guys that they can step in and do some of the same things that Ty Washington and Luke has were doing before. Yeah, Andrew Armstrong, according to Sam Pittman, looks like he's going to be fine. They're still working through some things, but uh, that was a scary moment for him where he uh, – he got Pat. It was the uh, reverse or wide receiver pass where Tess Law, which kudos to him, he had an arm on him, threw it, and our Andrew Armstrong caught it. It's just had one of those deals where when he hits the ground, they call pass interference, which was the right call. But when he hits the ground, back of his head hits the ground too, and you could tell he just you know almost had the uh, not exactly to the I don't want to make comparisons, but almost had the two of vibes of like you could tell he's like oh man he got knocked out like he was in a concussion situation which was scary but good to see and good to hear that he's uh, gonna be all right don't know if he's gonna be 100 percent healthy for this game but uh, it's not as bad as maybe what it looked like there on the field which concussions and head injuries we know is extremely scary but when it looks like that too and doing it that way it's always extra scary. It's something that they put uh, a lot more into a lot more importance over the past few years where at one time players, they may have concussions and still continue to play, but we know that uh, it is serious to the point that you do have to look out for the best interests of these players and the safety. And uh, everything now with injuries is precautionary just to make sure that the players are good in every every sense there is. Yeah, it's it's vital, it's crucial, and it's the most important. Uh, But, yeah, we'll get to hear from Sam Pittman later in the show, too. Uh, and I, I know we're going to have to take a break. We'll get to all your phone calls and text messages, folks, because I know uh, we have a lot of people that's going to want to react to this game and to everything that happened over the sports weekend. But the only thing that I'm I'm still going to – I'm not complaining, not blaming, not anything. But, man, there were two things in that game, especially late there on the final drive for Florida, that I didn't understand. First off, it was when the officials blew the whistle early on that fumble, which should have been a fumble by Florida, should have been recovered by Arkansas. They said forward progress was stopped, which it wasn't. Uh, so, uh, you know, I, I can, I'm not going to get down with that. But I'm honestly asking because I may just not be aware of the rule. But I always thought that if the offense got a penalty in, in, in the game when the clock was, when they had no timeouts, I thought it was always a 10-second runoff if that was the case. It, it's if the clock is running. That, that's the purpose of the 10-second runoff when they have to stop the clock and the clock normally would have been running. That's why there's a 10-second runoff. So if the clock is stopped, then it's not a 10-second runoff because, you know, you. the purpose is if the clock was running to replace what would have run off the clock. Yeah, I guess I was. I thought it was because technically it will start running as soon as the ball's placed. I guess that's how I thought that that's because it was technically running when the penalty was committed. Like, it wasn't a dead ball penalty. It wasn't a false start. It was the clock was running when the penalty was committed. So, and again, maybe I'm wrong about it. I, that was just my understanding of it. And they hopefully know more about it than what I do. But I just that was something that I learned where I'm like, I always just thought that was the case where if it was in a position like that and the penalty was had, then they just run the 10 seconds off. But luckily, of course, we would have let off the show about that and how the ref screwed Arkansas again, you know, if they would have made that field goal. But I, I don't know. I just didn't know the rule to that, and I thought that was the case. So I learned something new. Learned something new in that one. But I know we have a lot of people who are calling in and reacting to it. We're going to get to all your phone calls and text messages, folks. 501-661-1037. What'd you make of that game? And how do you feel about the team moving forward? Are you excited? Are you still cautiously optimistic? Or do you not even care because Razorback basketball season starts tonight? Uh, let us know about it. 501-661-1037. We'll get to all your phone calls and messages and a lot more coming up next here on Out of Bounds on uh, Reaction Monday, presented by Fleet Management Services. Join Kevin McPherson, Arkansas's premier basketball recruiting analyst, each Friday on Drive Time Sports. Brought to you by Fence Brokers. Fence Brokers, going the extra mile. This is Sports Center. The college basketball season officially gets underway today, and we'll have all five of the Division I schools in the state in action. Every game will be at 7 p.m. We'll start in Fayetteville, where Arkansas hosts Alcorn State. Coverage for that game will be on the buzz. Woodrock is hosting Texas State at the Jack Stevens Center. Arkansas State is in Madison to take on the Wisconsin Badgers. Central Arkansas is facing the Golden Hurricanes in Tulsa, and Pine Bluff is taking on Missouri. Every game except the Arkansas State-Wisconsin matchup will be on ESPN+. And in the NFL, Monday Night Football will feature the Jets 
Jets taking on the Chargers. Kickoff for that game is set for 7:15. It can be seen on ABC or ESPN. I'm Christian Weaver with the Buzz Radio Network. Quint Sterner joins Justin and Wes in the zone, courtesy of Chris Crane Hyundai of Conway. Shop Chris Crane Hyundai's selection of new and pre-owned vehicles online at ChrisCraneHyundai.com. It's Quint Sterner in the zone each week, brought to you by Chris Crane Hyundai of Conway on your fun and game station, 103.7 The Buzz. Pickup truck, sports car, motorcycle, minivan, townhouse, two-story, farmhouse, fixer-upper. What you drive and where you live is different for everyone, so it's important to have insurance that fits your needs and is just right for you. At Shelter Insurance, we understand that, which is why our agents help you design a comprehensive auto, home, and life insurance plan. Insurance that fits just right. See Shelter Agent Jeremiah Matthews in Little Rock, Justin Sollers in North Little Rock, or Michael Ludwig in Greenbrier today. Football fans, tailgate season is here, which means it's time to score touchdowns and savings for your vehicle. At All About Tire and Brake Tire Pros, we offer incredible deals and service like your daddy used to get with the financing options that fit your budget. With our team by your side, you'll get MVP service along with the traction and confidence you need to stay on the road. Visit us online today at allabouttireandbrake.com. All About Tire and Brake Tire Pros. Love the drive. With tens of thousands of satisfied patients across America, it's no surprise QC Kinetics gets five-star reviews. I'm feeling on top of the world because of QC Kinetics. I'm able to do the things that I wasn't able to do for a long time. I can recommend them highly. I would recommend QC to anybody. QC Kinetics has changed my life. I couldn't believe it. I honestly was skeptical, but the pain went from a 10 to a zero. Real people with real lasting relief from joint pain. QC Kinetics Regenerative Medicine is regenerating me. And I recommend everyone seek out QC Kinetics as an alternative to surgery. This non-surgical approach is definitely the future. I tell as many people as possible. I am an ambassador. I love QC Kinetics. QC Kinetics, the nation's leader in advanced regenerative medicine. No drugs, no surgery. Call QC Kinetics now for your free consultation. Call QC Kinetics, 501-222-8440. That's 501-222-8440. 501-222-8440. ZZ Top. Leonard Skinner. Two American institutions unite. <laughs> the sharp-dressed, simple man tour. April 18th, Simmons Bank Arena. With Blackstone Cherry. On sale now at Ticketmaster.com. and Leonard Skinner live. River Valley Tractor, your leading Kubota dealer of Central Arkansas. River Valley Tractor is closer than you think. A company that cares for you is right around the corner. RiverValleyTractor.com With five great locations to better serve you, visit River Valley Tractor in Bryant, Sherwood, Conway, Russellville, or Pine Bluff today or find them at RiverValleyTractor.com Work smarter, not harder with River Valley Tractor. River Valley Tractor, closer than you think. Unlike other shows, we don't talk over each other with old hee-haw jokes. It's bullcrap! Well, I ain't standing for this! Oh, my the hell! So call or text to actually be heard on Out of Bounds at 501-661-1037. You're listening to Out of Bounds with John Neighbors and Joe Franklin. Coach, I asked you what the host of this party was going to be serving up today. What's the drink of choice tonight? Well, you know, I, I'm not promoting it, but I like some old cold beer. I think I'm going to have one. I'm not promoting it now. On 1037 The Buzz. It's Reaction Monday here on Out of Bounds, folks. And I got to tell you, I had a great weekend, not only for Arkansas winning against Florida, but with Bet Saracen having a fantastic parlay with the Arkansas and Florida game. It came out at plus 800 because I felt like Arkansas was not only going to cover the spread, and they were also going to hit the over of 49.5 points. 
But they also had a great deal where you could have some player props like I went in with over 198 and a half passing yards for KJ Jefferson and KJ Jefferson getting an anytime touchdown, hit the parlay, nailed it, and I could only do it with Bet Saracen. So it was a great weekend for that. But also we know that Razorback basketball season is gonna be starting up tonight as Arkansas is gonna be taking on Alcorn State. If you go on the Bet Saracen app, you can put some money down on Arkansas's 24 and a half point favorites in this one. And the over is set at 143.5 total points. So if you're feeling good, if you're feeling like Arkansas is going to blow them out of the water and score a ton of points doing it, then download the Bet Saracen app right now and start making some money. They also got some double R prop plays for the basketball game, which we'll talk about later in the show. Some are really good, as they always are, but feeling pretty good about some of those too. So you can check that out. So you got the NFL game tonight, you got more college football going on this week, and even Arkansas and Auburn, which is coming up on Saturday. Arkansas opened up as a three-point favorite against the Tigers. Right now, they're two-and-a-half-point favorites, according to Bet Saracen. So stop what you're doing. Download the app today on your iPhone or on your Android and get to winning some money with the best, best, best sports betting app in the entire state of Arkansas. Nothing comes close. Nothing compares. There's a reason why they are the one that always gets looked to and why they always have the best user interactions because it's easy, it's convenient, it's awesome. So check it out today. Bet Saracen app and at BetSaracen.com. Again, it's Reaction Monday, presented by Fleet Management Services, reacting to Arkansas's victory over the Florida Gators down there in Gainesville. we got plenty of people on the phone lines that want to talk more about it, so let's have Dan in Hot Springs lead us off today. What is going on, Dan? Hey, man. So, for full disclosure, I am not a college football coach. However, I have played one on the PlayStation Hmm. from... 2005 to 2014 and still play that one today and i've been listening to sports talk radio since 1992 starting with the mighty 1010 a.m that being said my reaction monday i understand a couple of things are different we're a five-win team i understand saturday could have been a Deion sanders flash in the pan i understand that and we can lose all the rest of them But what I want to ask is, do we have ourselves a head coach with 30 years of college football experience who who understands the vibe of his team and what it needs and is willing to make the hard decisions to make changes and move this program forward? Uh, I mean, it's. I think he. I still think he is. I mean, it was a tough decision to fire Danny Nose and doing it then. And well, I shouldn't say it was tough. It was an easy decision for us because it was so bad. But uh, it, it was a decision that is not ideal to make. But he made it. And if Saturday's any indication, which still a lot of games left, that uh, was the right That's move. Right. And the team played hard for him. The team was excited for him. They kept at it. They kept fighting. And so that's, I think, worth something where a lot of other college football teams may have crumbled and players may have given up, but they certainly didn't on Saturday. Dan, it sounds like you're pointing to a a move specifically, something you would like to see done. I would like to see Sam Pittman be the coach of the Arkansas Razorbacks next year. Because if if we lose the next three, because... He's got the pulse of this team. I think, like I say, I'm not a freaking coach, but it seems to me he's willing to make the hard decisions when it comes to his players and his team. And he said, if we believe him or not, this is his last job. And he can get this program to a place where somebody's not starting from the bottom of the worst team in the SEC and completely starting over. Oh, and and, and don't get me wrong, I'm an idiot. I always have been. I'm fixing to start with my cold beers here in about two hours. There you go. So don't listen to to nothing I say. I'm just saying, from my perspective, it looks like we have a head coach who is decided that this is his last job and he's going to do whatever it takes to get this program back where it was when Houston Nutt was here. And you can call me an idiot if you want or not. I don't care. Well, we're not going to call you an idiot, Dan. I mean, it's I I think there's validity in what you say. I, I believe that 
again, Saturday's any indication and in seeing the team. And I think one thing you pointed out perfectly is that Sam Pittman seems to have a pulse on the team and how to get them to, to move forward and how to get them to go. It may not be uh, the right coaching hire. Because let's be honest, I mean, we all know it. Dan Enos was a failure of a hire. It was. It did not work. Well, we but, all made mistakes, man. How many mistakes have you made? Oh, no. I know. That's what I'm saying. We all have. And that's where I'm giving Sam Pittman credit, at least for this point, to where he made the move and he kept it together and he made it work. Uh, and, and already on, on Saturday pro- was much better. Let's get this program on level ground, for crying out loud, before we do something stupid. Uh, hey, listen, I'm with you, Dan. We appreciate you calling in, though. It's good stuff, Dan. Okay. All right, appreciate you calling in, man. Uh, let's go to LC in Sherwood. Haven't heard from LC in a long time. What's up, LC? Hey, guys. Thank you. Uh, you know, there's some goofy stuff that happened Saturday, and if they set those guys down for a week, <laughs> just like they did a bunch of years ago when uh, Michael Shepard got screwed around in between those years, it'd be all right with me. It just looked like they wanted, and I'm glad we won. Don't get me wrong. And, you know, Florida's liable to lose the last three. We're liable to win the last three. And then, you know, you wonder who's going to lose their job after that, you know. But it just seems like when things go really weird with Florida and the swamp and that whole mess. Um, And also, if I may, I messaged in this morning, to the other morning show, and then I had to get out of my car, so I didn't get hear the response. But it didn't. I don't need a lot of reasons to not like the Eagles. And last night was painful. <laughs> but uh, you're talking. <laughs> oh my! But you're talking about uh, like what happened with uh, with Armstrong in the end zone. Yeah. Right. Number. Yeah. And I'm worried about Burke. I mean, he's had two of them in like less than a year, and. um I don't know, man. And the Dirty Eagles started it last year when they dirty hitted him in the end zone, and it and it was just a bad scene altogether. But anyway, I don't know if y'all even want to comment on that. But I'm worried about him. It's a shame because just you know he's got such talent and everything, and it just hadn't panned out right for him. But uh, other than that, I appreciate you letting me get that off my chest. Thank y'all. I appreciate it, LC. I mean, that's what they say, Joe. Is you know, I've never. I mean, with Traylon Burks, at least, uh, we know how much talent he is, but in the NFL and in any sport, man, staying healthy is the is the biggest thing, and it's easier for some, easier for some, but, you know, it's not like anything that he has control over. Just these types of things happen. It's just a matter of hopefully he can find some way to get, get healthy, stay healthy, and continue to get better. Yeah, it's just been unfortunate for him not being able to stay on the field and you know, there was a good feeling coming into this season because of DeAndre Hopkins, and we know the type of attention that he attracts as far as being a receiver, and so that would open up the other receivers on the Titans roster, and so it's a perfect situation for Traylon Burks to be in, and we have seen times during the season where he does take full advantage of the talents that he has, and you can see that he can be explosive, and there are certain parts of his game that are exciting but the main thing is just being able to stay on the field at times and he just hasn't been able to do that through the short time that he's been in the NFL so our Southern Structural Solutions text line from uh, the 501 says their reaction Monday John the Hawks quarterback has was finally allowed to be who he is and not what a scheme wanted him to be and I loved it just like my cage eggs or my eggs cage free sorry we're in the delivery point but yeah, I mean, KJ looked looked comfortable, uh, a lot more comfortable. And uh, it's amazing what happens when he's a lot more mobile, like rolling out a lot more. And even uh, heard in Sam Pittman's press conference after the game, I don't think he was taking a deliberate shot at Enos. Maybe it was, but he did say, he's like, yeah, you know, the things we practice this week, the plays we practice this week, seeing them in the games and seeing them executed, seeing those plays being called and being ran in the games, you know, you could tell our guys were a lot more comfortable with that instead of, you know, feeling like that the, all that time they were preparing for something that actually didn't come to fruition. But, I mean, K.J. in the pocket, K.J. rolling out, big difference uh, of what of what he's able and capable of doing. And it's still a work in progress. That's something that he needs to work on in his game and being more accurate and doing some of those certain things. But you can see that he does like to do certain things in his game because using his legs, that that's a big part of the game for K.J. Yeah. One thing, too, and, again, it's not – I think K.J. was awesome, but – even in the early part of the game, I forgot which play it was, but there was a play 
Man, he had Broden in the end zone. Just, just, but he way overthrew him. I don't know how you overthrow a six foot seven wide receiver, but he did. He had a good look at him and just, just airmailed it. Oh, they made and, a comment during the game saying Victor Wembanyama is probably the only person that could have caught that. And even then, he'd probably have to get a good jump on it too. Yeah, it was. So that's not to say that's ever been perfect for him, but uh, still got things to work on. But it was still uh, good to see that. And then also. From uh, the Southern Structural Solutions text line, J.K. says, guys, I feel like Rocket looked like Rocket on Saturday. Uh, yeah, because I guess Wes Moore was talking about how he had people telling him that Rocket was going to be done for the year just moving on to the NFL. But him to come back, you know, it feels like putting it together maybe it was an Enos thing. They just didn't feel right in it. But now he felt better with Kenny Guyton. Uh, you can tell Rocket, he's not, a, you know, not saying it was his best game ever, but it's nice to see him back out there getting it going and having some big runs, especially that one where I thought he was down uh, at first in overtime. But luckily he got back up and, and had a big run there too. And then also Ken with EPS says, the officials uh, on the last kick got it wrong. The one official marked the ball ready for play and backed away from it at the moment that the clock was supposed to run. Florida tried to rush the kicking team on while the offense was going to spike it. There should not have been any time left on the clock because Florida was going to substitute. Arkansas gets the substitute. That would have taken up the full eight seconds. They they did mess that part of it up as far as the substitution. And from Florida, don't understand what the thinking yeah. was there anyway. Why are you running the kicking team on when you can easily run up and spike the ball and then have full opportunity to get them on, get them set, and, and go for the kick? It still didn't work out for them even having that time to get them on and get them set, but... Didn't understand the thinking and, and running them on to try to kick right then because th- that every time teams try to do that, you know, you see some see some kicks that are made, but when it's rushed like that, that's just a recipe for disaster yeah. and and a possible miss. Yeah, because if it was like NFL rules where the clock doesn't stop on first down, then okay, yeah, I mean that's the only option you could really have maybe in that moment. But yeah, clock stopped, it's first down. You got eight seconds, so it's not like, oh, you got one second and that's it. Like, you got eight seconds, plenty of time to get set, get ready, spike the ball. Seems pretty easy to me, but uh, they made it a lot more complicated. But I was, uh, I was actually at uh, Sauced over there uh, in West Little Rock a little bit off of Ronnie Perry. I'm watching it with some people, and a lot of buzz people were there, too. And uh, it's funny because as soon as the uh, Porter kicker missed the kick, everybody almost in unison said, ball don't lie. <laughs> everybody in unison. So I was like, well, I'm glad everybody was on the same page for that. But, yeah, I, I, that was a bad snafu there by Billy Napier and the staff, which it's, that's not directly what cost them that game, but imagine how Florida fans would have felt like if that would have happened and that would have been a runoff and it would have been problematic. Let's go to Jake and Cabot. What's up, Jake? Hey, good afternoon, guys. How's it going? It's going good, man. <clears throat> good to hear. Good to hear. Hey, uh, I like everybody and overjoyed at what I saw on Saturday, man. Seems like just a bunch of kids that, that wanted to win, not only for themselves but for their coach, prove something there, you know, to anybody that was a naysayer towards them. I will say, you know, the, the refs did screw up the last play and stuff, and, and maybe that was sweet, you know. Uh, the icing on the cake or whatever was them missing the, the field goal. My understanding, Joe, as far as the clock runoff thing was, if the clock is under 15 seconds, Anyway, there's no runoff. It has, there has to be at least 15 seconds or more for there to be a runoff also, which you didn't bring up when you were talking about earlier, but I don't know if that would, would have mattered or not, just depending on if they had spotted it right or not. But regardless, anyway, I'm happy we won. I'm going to be listening to the Hogs tonight, you know, on the radio out here on the road. I got one thing to say. Here's the unpopular opinion of the day. In no way, shape, fashion, or form was that targeting on the LSU quarterback. That dude hit him square in the numbers in the chest like you are taught to do. His face mask made contact first. Whiplash is what caused Daniel's head to go back and as they were falling down, the dude slid up him. He did not hit him in the chin. He hit him in the chest. That was not targeting and I, I I'll give him rough in the passer for supposedly driving him into the ground. That was a bang-bang play, dude. I don't think that the, the guy that hit him even knew that Daniels had let go of the ball yet when he hit him. I mean, he was going right into him. It was bang-bang. So you tell me that guys that play as fast as these, these guys do can, oh, well, he already let go of the ball, but we're on our way down. Let me put my arms out and break the ball. No, I mean, there, there's no time for that. It was not targeting in any way. 
I guarantee you it was reviewed in the booth, and that's why there was no targeting called on that. Care what anybody says. This isn't sissy boy football. This is a real thing. That's how you're taught to do is hit somebody in the numbers. And, you know, anytime someone reaches the corn dogs, gets put in their place, the angel gains their wings. So I really don't feel for LSU at all, man. That's all I got, guys. Y'all have a good day. I appreciate it, Jake. And, and Jake, there's nothing to the 15 seconds. Yeah. Uh, according to official college rules, if the game is 10 seconds or fewer, a runoff can end the game. Yeah, that's, that was my understanding as well. Um, but and as far as, uh, you know, there's a few things which I know we'll talk about as far as best and worst of the weekend show, but even like in the NFL, like, man, I hated that thing with with Josh Allen pointing at the guy and give him a penalty. Like, come, I know it's the rule and everything, but it's like, I hated stuff. I hate stuff like that. It just feels like it should be a lot easier than what they make it out to be. So it's like, there's a few of those things. Yeah, that's something in the last few seasons they want to take out of the game. And it it does seem minor, but, you know, it is part of uh, what they're trying to get away from. Because you've seen players that have done that over the years, and they don't want that in the game. Now, in between plays, they can talk trash and do whatever. But when you directed towards somebody, then that's when they take issue with it. Yeah. Also, uh, from the Sun Structural Solutions text line, I had someone ask uh, from 501, uh, what's the situation with Andrew Armstrong? Uh, Sam Pittman said in his media and his press conference today that he says, quote, I think Armstrong's going to be fine. We'll know a little bit more about whether or not he'll be cleared to practice today. So uh, it's, uh, it's going to be okay for him. At least it looks okay, but they'll know more, and we'll keep you updated as well. Ryan's in Hot Springs. What's up, Ryan? Hey, buddy. Told you. <laughs> yeah, you called it, man. You called it. I did. I said you get KJ going, we'll win this game. Sure enough. Yeah. Uh, I just, I just felt like the defense was going to do enough to keep us in that game. And you know what, though, I, I feel like as much as we, you know, we, Sam is some of the mistakes he's made. How about the way he's kept his team together? I don't know. If there's many, many coaches out there that could keep a team together that has that have six straight losses the way they have and, and kept it together. I, I think that he deserves a lot of kudos for that, um, for just being the man that he is and getting all that done. You know, so I, I want to give him that shout out, to, you know, because um, for the most part, he and he, he I called that too. He had to, he did his part uh, to help us out in the game, and man, I man, that win feels so good. You know, uh, nobody's talked about is, uh, you know, we're two or three now against Florida. Never dreamed we'd I'd ever, we'd ever be able to say that. Yeah, I guess that's true. Because uh, yeah, you won in 2016 and then lost in 2020 and one year. So yeah, yeah, and then we won yesterday. <laughs> yeah. So how about that? Take it when how you can cool get it. That? Yeah. But uh, uh, but that that's man, that's oh, I did want to go. I wanted your opinion on something. Um, you were talking about the ref and the other the was it? So did on the um on our first drive where Florida scored. And it was uh, – some of us thought it was a fumble, some of it wasn't. Was it, did he or did he not make a football move? That was opinion. And then also I felt like uh, on the KJ interfer- uh, interception, I felt like there was interference I should have called. I was going to get y'all's opinion on that. I hope y'all have a great day and go hog. Appreciate him, Ryan. It's a bang-bang play as far as catching the pass and then the ball being knocked out, so it, it's incomplete. Yeah. I didn't have a problem with either one of those. Like, because no, the refs aren't going to get it perfect every time. Like, they're not going to call the games perfect every time. It's just the, the ones that are in crucial moments are the ones that get magnified the most, and it's the one that they review. If they still get wrong, they get magnified the most. But other than those two things, I mean, I'm not saying, again, everything was perfect, but those were the two things with the – Stopping the play before they said he stopped at forward progress, which I don't think he. I still think he was moving forward, and then the uh, the runoff thing. Those were the only two things I just I wasn't uh, too big of a fan of. But still, uh, we still got a lot more though coming up on a reaction Monday presented by Fleet Management Services. Hold on, Matt. We'll get to you on the other side of the break. We'll have what's trending in the world of sports presented by West Rock Coffee and keep it moving here on Out of Bounds. Are you a fan or are you the ultimate fan? Play the Elon DK Ultimate Sports Fan Packet Sweepstakes for a chance to prove you're the world's greatest armchair quarterback. All from the comfort of your own home theater. Visit an Elon DK near you to enter for a chance to build your own home theater with a $5,000 Best Buy gift card plus a YouTube TV gift card. Your ticket to streaming your favorite games this season. Visit an Elon or DK today and score big. No purchase necessary. 18 or older message and data rates may apply. For official rules, eligibility, terms and conditions, and privacy policy, visit myelon.com slash ultimate sports fan sweeps. 
ZZ Top, Leonard Skinner, two American institutions unite, <laughs> the sharp-dressed Simple Man Tour, April 18th, Simmons Bank Arena, with Blackstone Cherry, on sale now at Ticketmaster.com. Morning Mayhem every Monday as Wally Hall tells it like it is. Presented by Capital Smokehouse and Grill, Little Rock's favorite go-to lunch spot, CapitalSmokehouseAndGrill.com. It's Wally Hall every Monday only on Morning Mayhem. For 100 years, Arkansas State Parks have offered endless outdoor adventures and treasured places to connect with nature, family, and friends. Whatever kind of outdoor fun you're into, you can find it at 52 parks around the state. Enjoy world-class mountain biking trails, scenic hikes, year-round fishing on sparkling lakes, and much more. It's time to get outside and celebrate a century. Find your next adventure today at ArkansasStateParks.com. Brought to you by this station and the Arkansas Broadcasters Association. Attention deer hunters, Hogs Meat Market in North Little Rock is the place to get your deer processed right. And Wednesday, you can find Morning Mayhem broadcasting live from Hogs. It's Hogs Meat Market on JFK in North Little Rock's historic Park Hill District. All right, so there we were, cruising through the new open-air zoo, when I realized that the park was closing in like 15 minutes. Luckily, we were in my Nissan Rogue. With its power, VC turbo engine, well, we had time to see all the animals. Whoa! <laughs> and out one of you! Drive the Nissan Rogue. With your choice of select sandwich, nugs, fries, and a drink, Wendy's $5 Biggie Bag is your go-to. Your nugget wingman. Your hot and crispy fry co-pilot. Just like us. We're like the bag boys. What? Bag boys, bag boys. What you gonna do? What you gonna do when we bring your food? <sighs> For a deal you can count on, bet on Biggie and choose wisely. Choose Wendy's. Bag boys, bag boys. U.S. price of participation may vary. Includes choice of TBC or crispy chicken sandwich with four-piece nugs, junior fry, and small soft drink. Third-party delivery pricing may be higher. What's good, y'all? Clint Sterner here for Low T Center. Fellas, when it comes to your health, every man should know his testosterone number. What's that mean? It's simple. You need to schedule an appointment at Low T Center immediately. It's quick. It's easy. Hell, it's only $25. Walk in, take a simple blood test, get the results in about 25 minutes. So if you've been feeling tired and grumpy, sensing a lack of motivation and drive, dealing with high cholesterol, noticing stubborn weight gain, and or loss of muscle mass, it's on you, fellas. Go to LowTCenter.com now to book your appointment. Low T Center, reinventing men's health care. Hi, neighbor. It's Garen with Shamrock Roofing. Have you been denied a new roof by your insurance company after storm damage? You won't be denied at Shamrock Roofing. Give us a call or visit us at shamrockroofer.com. Right now, we're offering a free impact-resistant roof upgrade. Plus, if you've been denied coverage by your insurance company after the storms, you automatically qualify to win a new roof for free. Just visit shamrockroofer.com for details. Shamrock Roofing, where one call does it all at shamrockroofer.com. It's not just about the size of the meat, it's about where you get it from. So get it from Hogs Meat Market in North Little Rock. Hogs Meat Market, the steak people. You're listening to Out of Bounds with John Neighbors and Joe Franklin. Out across the 20 to the 25 to the 30. Satania trying to get to midfield. He's across the 50. He's got a chance to go. Isaiah at the 20, the 10. Touchdown, Arkansas. A 53-yard punt and 87-yard return. And there you have it. On 103.7 The Buzz. If you're shopping for a vehicle, you want to get to Guatney Chevrolet. Guatney has the best deals in the market. Been doing it 60-plus years. Give them a call, 501-982-2102. Take advantage of the red tag event that's going on at Guatney Chevrolet. 2023 Chevy Silverado 1500 Crew Cab, you can get 1.9% or 2000 in total cash allowance. Also, 2024 Equinox, 1.9% is available or $1,000 in total cash allowance. Make the trip to the Gregory Street exit in Jacksonville. Shop them online, GuadneyChevrolet.com. Get a deal started on GuadneyChevrolet.com before making a trip to the Gregory Street exit in Jacksonville. But on GuadneyChevrolet.com, you can see all the deals, the cash allowances, the rebates, even appraise a vehicle. See just how much it's worth. 
They're giving thousands over book value, whether you trade that vehicle in or you sell it to Guatney Chevrolet. Guatney is always actively buying vehicles, so you get a great deal on the vehicle that you trade in or sell. See the entire inventory of new and pre-owned vehicles on GuatneyChevrolet.com. Get that service scheduled today. They have convenient service hours throughout the week. Also, Saturday, 7 a.m. till noon, in case you can't make it throughout the week, it's Guatney Chevrolet. Arkansas's number one Chevy dealer, Guatney Chevrolet. GuatneyChevrolet.com. It is a Reaction Monday presented by Fleet Management Services here on Out of Bounds. And appreciate everybody listening in. We'll have Chris Gordy of Sports Talk 790 can join us on the other side. We'll talk college football, but also a huge win for the Houston Texans. Things are exciting down there uh, in Houston. C.J. Stroud out there being that dude. What an incredible performance out of him. So uh, we'll talk more about that with him when he comes and joins us at the top of the hour. But uh, before we get to what's trending, let's have uh, Matt and Litterog join us. What's up, Matt? Gentlemen, how are y'all? Good. Doing great, man. Woo pig. Yeah, it's nice Woo to say that on a Monday, pig. isn't it? <laughs> Golly. You know, from three points to, what, 38 or 40, what are we at? 39, yeah. That's, man, that, that, it was nice to see. It's been a few weeks since we've seen something like that, and, you know, we all knew we were capable of it. You know, whoever wants to, you know, throw the blame at wherever they want to throw the blame, you know, I'm sure Dan Eno's can take it 100%, but we all know a good percentage of that was still on Sam Pittman and everybody else. Mm-hmm. Personally, I think that fellow that called earlier and said that, you know, we should support Pittman until we get established again is absolutely right. That was the whole point of Sam Pittman, you know, and the fact that he identified a problem, eliminated it, and then the first game back was you know, whether it was a fluke or not was proof to that point. You know, I think I think Sam Pittman deserves to ride out his contract and get us back in at least a, a 50% win rate for somebody else to come in here and, and you know, pick up where he left off. Because um, I think we're much better than we were when he came in. And um, anybody that says differently is a fool. You know, we may not be where we thought we would be, when he came in, but we're much better than we were when he got here. Um, and as far as basketball team goes tonight, John, I heard you say earlier, 90. Yeah. <laughs> that made me giggle. Uh, it's, it's close. I told my dad yesterday, I said, we're probably going to beat them by 85 points. <laughs> hey, listen, I know, I know it's a different team, but Alcorn State, they're, they've won their conference back-to-back years. And, you know, Muss and, and Anthony Coach Ruta, they, they schedule certain teams for certain reasons. So, uh, not to say that Arkansas yeah, is going to going to lose tonight because I don't think anyone's expecting that, but they, they're going to have good quality non-conference I, opponents. I was going to say I bet this game is a whole lot closer than we actually think it's going to be. Oh yeah, I wouldn't you know I would I wouldn't be surprised if it was ten or twelve points or less. Yeah, I already took uh, uh, with uh, on Bet Saracen. I took Alcorn State at plus twenty four and a half. Just being honest, <laughs> like if I'm wrong, I'm yeah. fine with it. If they end up blowing them out, but uh, yeah, I feel like maybe there's going to be a little bit of a hangover after the Purdue victory. You know, it wouldn't surprise me if there wasn't, though. You know, all these gentlemen look completely composed and picked up at least on most of what Buss is trying to do. Um, we didn't see any foolish turnovers. There was no stupid fouls, really, for the most part. These people all came in, and they it looked like they all had been playing bus ball for months and months and months. So it wouldn't surprise me if, if we did beat them by 40 uh, or something like that. You know, if we if we came out and beat them by 25 points, it wouldn't surprise me in the slightest. If we came out and lost by four, you know, it wouldn't surprise me either. But I think Arkansas has a chance tonight to, to put it on them. Um, you know, if, if things fall our way, I think we got a chance to run up that board there. Fellas, I'm about to run in class. Y'all have a wonderful day. Right, have a good one, Matt. Appreciate it, Matt. Thanks for calling in. That's a perfect segue because we just got a few minutes before we take a top-of-the-hour update, so let's get into what's trending in the world of sports. What's Trending in Sports is brought to you by Arkansas' own West Rock Coffee. Join West Rock Coffee, the Razorbacks, and their 1.5 million farmers around the globe. It's fall, so now it's time for your team to stock up on coffee, tea, and water delivered directly to your business. Contact them at westrockcoffee.com or 833-886-JAVA today. All right, what's trending in the world of sports? Some uh, acknowledgments, four of them actually, for the Razorback football team. Because the SEC announced that redshirt junior defensive back Snacks Johnson received SEC Defensive Player of the Week. 
junior kicker Cam Little clinched special teams player of the week. Redshirt senior Bo Limmer collected offensive lineman of the week. Yes, that is true, folks. There was a Razorback offensive lineman that was on the offensive lineman of the week for the SEC. And also Jalen Braxton, the defensive back claiming freshman of the week. So congratulations to them. How about that play by Jalen Braxton in the early part of the game to not only get the guy to stand him up, strip the ball, have the know-with-all to grab it, and go right down the sidelines. That didn't look like a play that was made by a freshman. That looked like a veteran guy. So. Turned out to be the difference in the game, too. Coming yeah. down to the end, we know what that it was close, and uh, that was a big difference maker and set the tone of the game to begin with. Huge, huge play for them. And uh, in the NFL news, which I know we'll talk a lot about the NFL and some of the things that happened over the weekend, but uh, some... Another big injury, or at least a significant one, where Daniel Jones, the quarterback for the New York Giants, uh, has a torn ACL, and he will be missing the rest of the season. So another quarterback uh, in the NFL going down for the year. And now that's – because me and Chris were talking about, I guess Aaron Rodgers, Daniel Jones, Kirk Cousins, are those kind of just the main three starters that are out for the season with season-ending injuries yes. at this point? But yeah. other guys that have been banged up too. So just oh, there rough. was um, the potential going into the weekend where there were going to be 12 different starting quarterbacks different from week one. That's craziness. That's craziness. Because Matt Stafford goes. was another one that didn't yeah, that's start right. this weekend. That's right. Yeah, Matt Stafford. And uh, they've, they've made some uh, other guys who, you know, maybe some changes and some moves here. But uh, I know we'll talk about best worst of the weekend. But, man, Josh Dobbs, that was a pretty cool moment for him. That was a cool, cool game for him. Uh, but also uh, you have the Vikings running back. Cam Akers, who is also going to be out for the season with a torn Achilles, according to the MRI that he received. So, uh, another uh, injury there to an offensive piece there of Minnesota. Minnesota they lost. They traded for him, too. Right. Yeah, and that's what I was about to say. That Minnesota lost their co- starting quarterback, and then the guy that they traded for to bring in, they lose him for the season. So, brutal blows there to the offense for Minnesota. And then also, uh, there w- we'll get some other of the injuries and the things uh, for the NFL, but. Pretty crazy stuff going on in baseball land where some managers are changing, getting and moved around as we know the season ends. But the New York Mets apparently are hiring longtime Yankee coach Carlos Mendoza as their new manager. So big moves there. Yeah, yeah. And in baseball, we're starting to see managers go to division rivals. So the Craig Council goes from the Brewers to the Cubs. Oh, and yeah. We, we saw the same type of move going from the Padres to the Giants. Yeah, see, that's... It's just funny how, how that works out. And, I, again, I don't know, like, following baseball as much, but there's a guy, a couple guys I know that are Mets fans on that fall on social media. And I saw I was like, oh, yeah, that's crazy. And all I'm like, oh, my, just terrible move. Terrible move. This is awful. It's like, I guess. But it's just, like, is it really that bad? Is it really that bad? Some of them feel that way, though. Those but, are the managers they know best, though, because they see them all the time. Yeah. Give them a chance. Maybe it'll work out for you. We'll have some more headlines, but we got to take a top-of-the-air update. Chris Gordy, Sports Talk 790. Join us next. You're on Out of Bounds. So stay with us. Landon Jackson joins Morning Mayhem each Friday, presented by Arkansas Storm Shelters, serving Arkansas for 16 years. Find them at ArkansasStormShelter.com. At Southern Floor Coating, coatings are all they do, and they won't be beat on price. Factory-trained installers using the purest form of polyurea with UV stability for all your outside projects. When you call, you'll talk with a professional.